It's time for the interview. It's time for breakthrough. If you're ready for next level blessings, abundance, and prosperity, then it's time to tune in to the interview with your girl, Trish M. Hey, fabulous ladies. Hey, it's your girl, Trish M. And did you know that I own a boutique? Yes, ladies, yes. Check out Trish M. Boutique today and use code podcast to get 25% off the total order. Go to www.trishmfashions.com. That's Trish M. Fashions with an S. Dot com and don't forget use code podcast to get 25% off Dr. Carrington I'm super excited we're just going to have a quick chat I really want you guys to um, just get to know Dr. Carrington a little bit doesn't she look fabulous <laughs> She is rocking Trish M, okay? Don't get it twisted. Yes. <laughs> but she looks so fabulous. And so, uh, Tracy, I don't know where my little card went, but uh, I'm just going to pull it up on my computer, um, my uh, information. So, you know, it's so much going on right now um, with COVID and wars and rumors of wars and I think having something positive like this helps us to stay focused to stay steadfast (laughs) and to stay determined to do what God has called us to do amen Amen. so y'all give me just a second as I upload this um upload my little stuff real quick Do we have a mic? Can we get a mic for Dr. Carrington? wonderful family team of women. Raise your hand if you're with Dr. Currington. Yeah. Thank you. And thank your family uh, for coming out with us on tonight. We just heard a lot about you on the uh, television with the video, all your accolades, but can you tell all the women in your own words who you are? Uh, first of all, I just want to give all glory and honor to God. Yes. He's the author, the finisher. He's my everything. Yes. Without him, I would not be me. Amen. So I just want to acknowledge him as the one who is the forefront of everything that I set out to do. 
and then to you, Prophetess Trish, and your husband, and your ministry, and those who saw me fit and worthy to be honored tonight, Apostle Amen. Vanessa, yes. and the others that may have worked with her. Thank you for this honor, because Amen. indeed it's an honor when anyone thinks about you enough to celebrate you, and oftentimes we as women, we are envious, we have uh, the, the hating going on. Yes. But yes. we're in an atmosphere that's conducive for yes. us to love on each other. Amen. And so I thank you for that. And so if I were to say anything about myself, it would be that I'm a servant of the Most High God. Amen. You know, in the church, outside of the pulpit, I'm serving. You know, I'll lay at the altar with you. I'll yes. cry with you. I'll war with you. I will go into the room of deliverance with you. Because all I want to see is the women of God, the men of God, children of God, hold and walking in the image of their creator. And whatever God places in my heart to do to empower another person to become all that God created them to be, that's who I really am. Yes. I want to see you through the eyes of my father. And that when I see you, I see you fearfully yes. and wonderfully made. That's who Deborah Dancy cared to you love motivating, inspiring, and empowering uh, the people of God to be all that they are called to be. Where does this passion come from? I really think that early on as a child, I never had an opportunity to meet my biological father. Mm -hmm. And when I was a little girl struggling with self-esteem and a whole lot of different things that was coming at me as a child, I didn't know how to handle that. And I remember being around a lot of the senior citizens, I loved my seniors and my babies. And I remember mother saying to me that, you know, God, he is a father for the fatherless. And I tried that, you know, and I, I remember going outside the house and looking up and saying, Daddy, God, you know, and getting that relationship with him, but also looking at the struggle around me, looking at uh, uh, an area stricken by poverty, you know, having to grow up in that environment, having to grow up in the housing project. And when people saw you as a young woman, no matter how you dressed this up, no matter how you tried to make yourself feel confident, people always associated you with where you live. And so from that, just having a determination to be better than that which I'm labeled to become wow. or be another statistic. To have the Lord God empower me yeah. to be something other than the label that yes. came with the neighborhood. Wow, that's good. Yeah. That's good. I love that. And, and and you know, a lot of people can see like hardship. I, I love that you saw the hardship as motivation. And cause some people will use hardship as an excuse. Yes. Mm. I'm going through right now, I'm just struggling. And, and, and so they use that to wallow in it, to stay in it. Yes. But you saw hardship as an opportunity to advance yes. and to show others what was possible. Yes. Amen. You are truly a powerhouse for God. I love your faith and I love how you trust God. You have endured a lot over the years, I'm sure. What has been one of the biggest obstacles that you've had to face in life? I think for me, and it's one of those areas in my life where I need the saving grace of God every day. Yeah. Uh, the salvation, not just from receiving Jesus Christ as Lord, 
but saving me from the fears, the anxiety, uh, the disappointments that I've had in life. And the biggest one was the spirit of rejection. You know, when I, I, I heard the lady speaking earlier today and not really having that role model as a father in the home. So I've had failed marriages because I didn't know how to identify with the authentic love that God had just for me. Because sometimes when we are battling with the, the fear of rejection and hurt, and no matter how we dress this up on the outside, if the inside is not strong enough to handle what God really has for you, you will accept something that is really not the authentic mm -hmm. thing that God wants for you. So that battle with rejection, you know, settling down instead of settling up. Ooh, you know, and sometimes good. we do that and we don't even understand wow. that we're doing that because our biggest fear is that especially in relationships when you are desiring to have that mate. Yeah. You know, you want that husband that God has ordained for you. But if rejection is the strong man in your life, mm -hmm. you know, if that fear of not measuring up, no matter how accomplished you are, no matter how many degrees you have mm -hmm. behind your name, Come on now. no matter how many awards Come on. you receive, if you, that inner person mm -hmm. is not strong enough to handle the real authentic the best that God has for you, you dummy down and you accept what God didn't ordain because wow. you feel that you're not worth it. Wow, that's so good. Because so many of us have dealt with rejection. So many of us have daddy issues. So many of us attract daddy and we don't want to attract daddy. Uh, so many of us struggle with the pain of, of not having him in our lives or not having the love and so that is so powerful, learning. And through your rejection, you, you say your testimony is that because you didn't heal from it, you attracted right. the wrong men in your life and you had you ended up with divorces right. from that. Right. And so that's a big thing. And I think that's a big thing too for us women who, this is the year of the bride, right? Yes, right? Where we at, ladies? Come on. Yes, it's the year of the bride. Yes, yes, but you, but that was a prophetic release that I, I had released in uh, for in 2021 at our gala, that it was going to be the year of the bride. And then I would think the next day I got so many people talking about they engaged, they engaged. <laughs> it was like, okay. But let me tell you something. What I'm saying is it's the year of the bride, but if you haven't dealt with the rejection, you're going to attract the wrong one. Off of a prophetic word, that's a true word. Oh, it's my year. It's the year of the bride. It's the year of the bride. But you you, while you're waiting, because we don't know at what point in 2022 they, they, he's coming. Um, if you, while you're waiting, if you're not detoxing, if you're not soul searching, if you're not being intimate with the King, if you're not if you're not loving on Him first, you're gonna find yourself loving on the wrong one. Because for the sake of a prophetic word, that is the what year of the bride. So what she said was so powerful and so real, true, and authentic to us women. Amen? Amen. What has been some of the biggest lessons that you've learned throughout your life? I think uh, the greatest lesson is to really have that private time with yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, to have that time with yourself. And sometimes when we get in a hurry and we get so busy doing everything, but we don't take care of self. 
we don't really begin to understand who you really are and loving the good, the bad, and the ugly. Throwing out what you don't need and holding on to that which helps to keep you strong. So I think that uh, one of the biggest lessons that I've learned is that I got to spend time with Deborah and just That's love good. Deborah and accept her good, bad, and ugly and throw out that which I know is not going to help me to move to the next level, the next dimension. And sometimes, you know, you have to let go of toxic relationships. Yeah. And sometimes we'll hold on to relationships. Yeah. Going back to that place of rejection, <laughs> you know, be it the, the, the man that, you know, you're with and you know he's not your husband or the one you should not be dating or that friend that is not really supporting the great that's inside of you. Come on. That's telling you what you can't do yes, instead of pushing you Come and on. being that someone said today, that accountability person. Yeah. yeah. That say, girl, you gotta level up. Yeah. You know, yeah. you're, you're not gonna stay in that place. And I think that, you know, the lesson learned is that loving me, understanding me, and being true to myself and my God. Ladies, 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 have you heard my From Drab to Fab in 21 Days mentoring program is officially open for registration. That's right. And we want you to get registered. What exactly is this? I'm glad you asked. It's a 21 day mentoring slash coaching program that's going to help you get your whole life as we embark on a new journey into this new year. Get ready to go from drab to fab. From walking in fear to walking in faith, getting rid of insecurities, doubt, low self-esteem, frustration, anything that has hit you, that has caused you to feel a little stagnant in life. We're about to pursue destiny like never before. You're going to learn new techniques that you can use immediately to begin shifting your life. Only 30 minutes a day. It's a virtual coaching program that comes to your email for 21 days straight. That's right, ladies. For 21 days, I'm hitting your email with the fabulous teaching that's going to ignite you, that's going to challenge you, that's going to stir you up to live your absolute best life. So a virtual 21-day personal success system, that's what it's all about. You'll also get a 21-day fab journal where you can take fabulous notes that's going to lead you to a fabulous success. Each and every day of this coaching program, you're going to get so many nuggets that you can't help but take some juicy notes on. And last but not least, you'll get your 21-day fab calendar. That's where you get clarity and direction. This calendar will give you the guidance that you need to going from living a drab life to living the ultimate fab life that God has ordained for you to live. Get ready to walk in purpose, ladies, like never before. Sign up today at draptofab21.com. That's draptofab21.com. D-R-A-B-T-O-F-A-B and the number 21.com. I'll see you on the other side of living a fabulous life. care of yourself first yeah so you could be good for him when he comes or whomever you know next level promotion jobs and all of that stuff if you could describe one mistake your greatest mistake in life what would that be and how has that made you a better woman 
well. Um, today has been, it was really a, a sense of transformation, even though there is always some type of transformation that's taken place. But I heard a young lady and she was sitting here and it was as if she was telling me my life story. You know, about the Phil, the Phil miscarriages and, you know, being involved with her husband who was a minister and, and all that she went through in that relationship and the pain of it. And I think that if I could say anything to the women here today, because she was, the young lady that sat here was me. You know, the two miscarriages and being in a place where I just really was angry at God. And I was so upset with him because I did it his way. I waited, I got married, you know, and the babies that I longed for did not come. And when they came, I wasn't able to maintain them. And I, I felt angry towards God and, you know, and felt so alone that I did not gravitate to him the way in which I probably should have early on. I mean, I, I, I know that I've learned from those lessons now, having gone through them, but I think that I was in a place of deep, dark depression. Yeah. You know, I, I just wanted to die. You know, I wanted to end my life. I felt like God hated me. He really couldn't love me. He was really my only father I've ever known. And feeling as if the only daddy God, the only daddy that I knew had rejected me too. And, and finding strength in him where I have it now today. If I had only found that strength earlier than what I did, I think that I could have been further along doing some things for the kingdom. And I was working, and I, I don't want to digress from the work that he was still doing in me, even in going through that, but I was working in a place of pain. And I don't know if any woman has ever experienced that where you're up singing before the Lord or you're preaching, laying on the hands. Uh, one of the teachers said that doing all of that, but I was still in a place where I had not totally been free and delivered myself. So I would have probably took a little bit more time to rest in him and allow him to heal me and make me stronger yes. so that I wouldn't make some of the mistakes that I made in trying to find that true relationship mm -hmm. that we could become one with. That's so yes. good. I can vouch for that because <laughs> I y'all know my testimony too. We had similar testimony, but I was so mad with God. I was so mad. I said, I've been fasting and praying and fasting and praying, and this is what you do. This is what you allow. And I don't understand it. And I'm tired of doing this. And I'm tired because you know how you, they say sow seeds. You know, I was sowing into baby, uh, what you call those, uh, baby showers. And, and all, doing all of this stuff. And I'm like, I'm tired, God. I, I just, I'm tired. I'm mad because this person wasn't even trying. Don't let nobody come up to me and be like, oh, girl, I wasn't even trying. I wanted to punch him in the mouth. <laughs> and it wasn't them. It was a spirit on me. It was a spirit on me that was just mad with God. I had an angry spirit. But I, w I would just get so mad because I would see them winning. In my eyes, they were winning and I was losing. And it's like, Daddy, where are you? And, and, and why am I? 
because I don't understand. But it took me some growing up in God, and that was a lesson I learned too. But God does, he, he wants us to be vulnerable with him. Yes. He wants us to tell him when we're upset and when we're broken and when we're frustrated. Yes. He wants us to be transparent yes. with him. And I went through a depression for six months because I couldn't face my feelings. Yes. I hid from them. I did the same thing. I was, it was like being a minister, you know, and one with faith, especially if you walk in the prophetic and you're laying hands on people and you're seeing them receive through faith what God could do for them. And then all of a sudden, here it is me, the very one that has prayed over the, the, the wounds of some of the other young ladies in the ministry and they were able to bear forth a child. And here I am, it's like the spirit of ridicule. Like, yeah. I'm gonna be ridiculed. People are gonna say, well, how can you, you know, lay hands and do all of these things? And yet, you don't have faith enough to carry a child through full term. And so all of those things, you know, the enemy, he plays with our minds. The mind is the battlefield of the enemy. And you'll begin to put thoughts in your mind and you're beginning to think thoughts what you think others are thinking about you, and they can care less about yeah. what you're going to do with their lives. You know, and we're in that place of pain, you know, engaging in conversation that nobody's having with us other than the devil. Right. You know, right. Our minds and, and trying to put limitations on us. And so having to take the limitations off and just receive the love of a loving father again yeah, so that he can build good. me up so that I can be strong, not in what I produce out of this womb, but what I produce spiritually. What is the thing you wish you could have told the younger version of you? Uh, the younger version of me, I probably would have told them that if you're 30 and you haven't married yet, it's okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Okay. It's okay, you know, sometimes we feel like I haven't had the love of my life and I'm not married or I haven't had the child, you know, God has no respect of your time, you know, God, he operates in the Kairos moment, mm -hmm. the right now, the right now, you got to be in the right now with God and there have been years spent of doing things that I felt I needed to do because of the norms of society. Right. And if I had just stayed in Kairos, mm. stayed in the now with the Lord God, and not looked at where I should have been, what I should have accomplished, but just staying in the now with God, then I think that I could have had more schools in Africa, <laughs> you know, uh, maybe orphanage built, you know, it's just so much that we can do if we just get in the now and flow with the spirit of the living God instead of flowing with the ideals of what norm is around us and embrace who you are in the Lord. The Lord God might have you to marry at 45 and still have a child. Mm, you know, but you just gotta stay in the now with God and know that I'm right where God wants me to be. So if I could tell my younger version of Deborah, get in Kairos. Wow. That is so good. That is so good. Wow. You are truly a woman who rocks. Like listening to everything that you say. <laughs> like this, just how we just ended this. Um, leaving the women today, what words of empowerment or encouragement would you give to the ladies that's here and the ladies that's watching? I would say to you that 
looking at you through my daddy's eyes, that you're fearfully and you're wonderfully made. Everything that he made about you, he said it's very good. Everyone in here, even though we look different, we have different sizes, different colors, but we all look like our daddy. And he is great, he is powerful, he's courageous, he's tenacious, he's all of that. And all of you have a part of him. And he's looking down at you and he's longing for that part of him to relate and connect with him. Know that he loves you so much and he has such need for you. And what he needs of you is different from Prophetess Trish, or Apostle Deborah, but it's what he needs from you. Give back to your daddy some of himself because he's longing for a part of him to connect back with him. Wow. Y'all give it up for Dr. Deborah. our fab woman who Thank you so much, woman of God. You are absolutely phenomenal. And we love you here at MOCI. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the interview with your girl, Trish Ann. I pray that you just got some juicy, yummy nuggets that will help take your whole life to a whole new level. I mean, from every aspect of your life. We want you to look in so that you can be better out. So today's episode, may it be a blessing. May it bring breakthrough, wisdom, knowledge, and revelation to take you to a whole new level of who God needs you to be. And listen, if you're enjoying this podcast, you know what to do. We need you to go ahead and subscribe rate and review. Review us on Apple Podcasts with a five-star rating. If I'm blessing you, then go ahead and bless your girl back with a five-star rating. Follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and SoundCloud. Yes, we are on all of these channels. Subscribe, rate, and review. And don't forget, if you got a question for your girl, Trishim, inbox me, DM me, email me, Info at trishim-ministries.com. Until the next time, we'll see you later on the interview with your girl, Trish M.